Be'ezrus Hashem is Baruch, we will be finishing the 10th Taira, uh, taking the concepts that we've been discussing, which we related to the Purim uh, story with Mordechai and Esther, now reading it into the uh, Mimer of Rabbi Barachana, and then back into the Pasuk of Eilah HaMashpatim. Uh, first of all, it's a big week. Actually, when we had committed to try to do this, we uh, uh, committed to 10, to try 10 Tairas, uh, see how it went. So, as was Hashem, uh, we'll be continuing, but uh, this was uh, a big week. Second of all, I started, if you're looking at the podcast, to try to add um, some summaries, which I guess if you look before could be a map, or if you look afterwards just to keep a current going into the next year, uh, if they are useful or if there are mistakes, I guess. Uh, it would have been helpful if I did them contemporaneously as I was going through, uh, which I'll try to do going forward, but going backwards, uh, I should spend more time editing it. But other than that, uh, if it is helpful, then I'm trying to update that on the podcast. Uh, just to remind ourselves of where we're holding in a basic way, I'm just going to use the summary from... Uh, from Rabbi Kramer, uh, and then there was a pretty decent summary, I think, at the beginning of last week. Uh, okay, so it will be in review. Uh, he says that we had talked about the fact that din and gzera against the Jewish people are mitigated by means of dancing and clapping, which we stepped away from a little bit as the Torah continued to give a pretty lengthy introduction until we came back to the idea of dancing and clapping. And we had mentioned that the essence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's, uh, the, the Giloy and the Godless, is when people who are far away, who are going in the wrong direction, when Akum of the Avodazara come to recognize him, and we explained how, and that the, that those who are far away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu can only come to know him through the aspect of bias, because the Gemara says that there are three different bechinas of how, uh, of how tefillah, of how we relate to tefillah. We talked about Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, but Har, Sadeh, Bayis, and that Yaakov Avinu, who we've mentioned several times already before, in the context of tefillah, of the Yud Be'ishvatim, the different Sha'arim, how people relate to tefillah, and that Yaakov Avinu was Nichlal, the Yud Be'ishvatim. Uh, we talked about it in the second Torah, the seventh a little bit, the ninth, but uh, how that, that elevating uh, tefillah to this element of bias, which is the highest, but it's also the clearest, uh, the clearest giloy, the clearest way that we relate to a, a bias, which is the most enclosed, it's the most shamar, it's the most guarded, and to get there, this is accomplished through tzaddikim. Now, people who are Bale Gaiva, who don't uh, who don't want to get close to a tzaddik. So uh, first of all, they are not going to get close to a tzaddik in order to have their tefillahs uh, elevated to this uh, to this way. But also for other people who, in order to have their tefillahs uh, accepted and 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 go to Hakadosh Baruch Hu in the clearest fashion, create this relationship. So if there are other people who are Bale Gaiva who uh, present themselves and represent themselves and even sometimes make their own mistake internally because of their Gaiva. They will not only not be able to get close to a tzaddik themselves, uh, or they'll have a difficult time, we'll see in a second, but they also will steer others away from getting close to a tzaddik. So these people who are Bali Gaiva, uh, first of all, it's a Gaiva is a Bechina Vavodazara because Hashem Malach Geus Lavesh. Gaiva really is, uh, so if HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if I am better than everybody else, well, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, so to speak, Keviachal uh, on top of that mountain, he is the infinite, the Ein Saifi is the Beul, and also these are, it's, so to 
to speak, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Levush, Hashem Malach Geus Lavesh, but anybody else, so if they're taking credit for themselves, they think that, uh, that that they are on top of something, so essentially they, they, they are relating to something as being an other, independent, they're taking credit for something, even those uh, elements of something that they might have, wisdom, money, power, whatever it is, so they're taking that credit for themselves, rather than saying that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave them a certain tool and a certain strength to be used uh, in, in terms of Avodah Hashem, and along with that privilege comes a responsibility and accountability to use it right. So Gaiva is relates, it says in a certain Bechina, it's like Avodah Zarah. Uh, so the uh, the tikkun for that uh, is to get close to a tzaddik, which uh, we discussed again is a little bit of a catch twenty two. Because if the gaiva keeps a person away from a tzaddik, so how is it that he's going to be mavatel himself to get close to a tzaddik? Uh, but uh, as a person does get close to a tzaddik, so uh, this tzaddik, and we'll see also Tyra. Uh, we discussed the idea of ruach. We always oh, discussed the uh, um, I think in Tyra eight the idea of an anacha of a groan of breathing in of, of bringing the ruach into one uh, into oneself but a tzaddik who represents a ruach uh, is a person is able to through this his batlas and his kashras to a tzaddik a person is able to integrate uh, the ruach into his own lave and as the heart beats once a person can integrate ruach into their lave in the proper way so then it will flow through his body and it will uh, result in a uh, an energy that goes through to their hands and their feet we talked also about how Tyra uh, is, represents Ruach, and as the, this energy uh, flows through to a person's feet uh, and also their hands, so this world is, we talked uh, in the past, we can talk about it a little bit more now also, how this the world is set up in a system of Mashpia and Makabel, uh, and that there's Yehudim. And these are this is a Kabbalistic type of a language, but as the, the the lower world is the the bottom of the rung of how a Kaddish Baruch Hu relates to the world is Malchus. Malchus is lace the garme klum. So when there's a yichud between Kodesh uh, Shchinte, it's part of the Shem yichuds that we say before some mitzvahs. So this world ends up being like a kli kibble. It's like the moon reflecting the sun. We talked about a Talmud reflecting the Rebbe Yeshua and Moshe, different forms of this and different of the Tyras. So the uh, the the, the Energy that that totally light, lights up the lights up the world and that manifests and the giloy shechina that comes in this world. So then, the, it's as if the shechina is shaira. However, when it's as if the shechina is in gullus, when uh, we are not doing everything that we should be doing and we're not lined up with Ratzon Hashem, so where does the energy come from? It's as if the sitra achra. It's as if other forces, so to speak, uh, th- that are are giving the energy and are manifest in this world, which is not fully uh, reflecting Ratzon Hashem and reflecting Kaddish Baruch Hu, and that's where these other forces attach. But when a person is dancing, when they they are lifting their feet up out of the bottom level, so then they are they're making it so that uh, they're lit up with Ratzon Hashem, with the Ruach coming from the Tzaddik and the Tyra, and that the Sitra Achor, these other forces, these other uh, things, Avodah Zarah, whatever, will not have a place to attach, and because Avodah Zarah brings Haron Af, it brings HaKadosh Baruch Hu's anger, as it were, into this world, which can result in Dinim, so then as a person comes close to the Tzaddik, they are able to uh, be Mavatil the Dinim through this dancing and clapping as a result of this Ruach. And now we're going to 
and move forward into the Mimer of Rabba Babrachana from the Gemara and Baba Basra. Uh, all of the first Tyras that we've seen so far, I think it's the first 15, uh, are ultimately coming to explain the Pnimius in the Mimer of Rabba Babrachana from the Gemara and Baba Basra. This one's on Ein Dalid, uh, Amid Aleph. Okay, so back into the Tyra, Vizet, Vizet Perush, and this is what the the Pnimius is in the Gemara of uh, Baba Basra, Amar Rabba Babrachana, Amar Taya, not the first time that we've seen the Tayo, which is a Soicher Yishmaeli, literally an Arab merchant, but uh, to, it represents a Tzaddik, uh, which we said, and we'll, we'll explain. Tav Achvilach, come and I will show you Belue de Kairach, those who were swallowed up, the area where Korach's followers were swallowed up uh, alive into the ground, Ozli, so I went, V'chazai, Trey busy, I saw two cracks, two splits in the ground, and there was smoke coming up, from these two places in the ground. Shak al Gvava da Amra, so this Arab merchant, this Taya, the Saikhish Ma'eli, representing the Sadiq, we'll see, took two tufts, I guess, two balls of, of wool, uh Bemaya, and soaked them in water. Va'anche de Bereshe de Rumcha and put them on the front of a spear. And Hasam, and then the smoke went on these soaked tufts of wool that were soaked in water on the head of the spear. However, when he took them out, you'd think that maybe the water would somehow put out some of the source of the fire. It was singed, but we'll see, it was, it was burnt, burnt entirely. So this Seicher said to me, listen carefully and tell me what you hear. Uh, the Rajbam explains on this Gemara that they, they were still able to hear something from these uh, from these who were buried because they were buried they had gone into the Sha'ol, they had gone into the depths, they were swallowed up alive. So he said, Tell me what you hear. And I heard that they said, Vehain, meaning referring really to themselves, Badayin are liars. So Moshe and his Taira are MS, and they and we are liars, they said. Amrli, so this Seicher said, Kal Shleishim Yoyma, which the Rajbam adds in is on Rosh Chaydesh, which will explain, Mahadra Luhu Gehenim Lahacha, Gehenim stirs them around like a pot, and they come back to this place where they were they were swallowed up in, in, from Oilam Hazah, Kabasr Bekalachas, like meat in a pot. Vaamri Hachi, and they say, Moshe Visayrosai MS, Vehain. By dying, and they express that motion is terror MS and that they are liars. Okay, so now we are going to. Uh put together some of the, uh, say what some of the pieces, so what do these things represent, and then we will put it together. Balue de Kairach, those who were swallowed up from Kairach. So Kairach is a Bechina of Avoidazara that we are going to see. First of all, that because of his Gaiva, which we said that Gaiva, we explained is similar to Avoidazara, because of Kairach's Gaiva, he was Chaylek on Moshe Rabbeinu. And the, we saw also in our context that people who are Bali Gaiva specifically do not want to go close to a tzaddik to help, for the tzaddik to help them engage in tefillah. Uh, and as a result of this, because Maisha Rabbeinu was the vehicle through which HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that Maisha Mitoch Grono, that Maisha Rabbeinu was, uh, was the connection, it was where we were Makabal the Taira. So when, Maisha, when Kairach separated from Maisha, he said, he had tainas on Moshe, ultimately making light of the mitzvahs, because the medrash brings, it's brought in, in Yerushalmi over here, it explains that Kairach was a min, it's a minus, because 
Once, I, once uh, Kairach was challenging the Torah that was transmitted via Moshe, so then he was essentially also undermining uh, the mitzvahs. He was, he was being Kaifer in Torah, in Torah, in Torah's Moshe, and he ultimately had Tainas on uh, some of the mitzvahs brought on Tzitzis, Mezuzot, Saras, uh, and at that point he was he was Kaifer in the Torah. So it says that Kairach was a min, Hainu Bechinas Ha'avoydas Alilim Minos V'chazoi Trebizi Denof and I saw two splits from where there was smoke coming from. When a person is angry, we relate to it as like steam, as the nostrils flare. So when I saw that there were two cracks, two holes from which there was smoke coming out of, we relate to that as charon af, as anger. Because what causes Hakadosh Baruch Hu's anger? When there is avodah zara in the world. And these these cracks, Zebachinois train Nikvehaf. So this is as if the two uh, the, the the expression of anger in the world, Shayotimehem Ashan, where there's smoke coming out of Kamosha Kasov, Allah Ashan Ba'apo, that's as if that smoke comes out in his anger. So we see that anger is cast, represented by these two cracks with the smoke coming out, and uh, and this was there because of the the, the Kairach and his followers who uh, were expressions of gaiva, and ultimately gaiva is bechinas avodazara, and in their, their particular case, especially, we saw that their gaiva led them to be chaylek and Moshe Rabbeinu and Tyrus Moshe, literally resulting in minus in apikarsis. And in order to be misakin this gaiva and avodazara, which causes charon af in the world, there needs to be a a mituk in the din. We we need to, to to sweeten the din, so to speak. And how do we do this? We come to a place of where there, we, we attach ourselves to Ruach, we attach ourselves to the Tzadik, and once we have the Ruach, that results in an energy, again, going through to the Adayim and Raglayim. So this Taya, this Soichir Yishma'eli, this Arab merchant uh, who wanted to be Masakin through the Kayach of, of what we're discussing, which also is a re- represents itself in Mordechai and Esther, which we said also, uh, we explained last time, represents itself in the Oimer Sa'irim, going into Sphira Sa'irim, we said that the Oymer is representative of Mordechai, of the Adayim, of the Chelek uh, and that's Nigla, and the, the Sa'irim represent, are represented within the concept of Esther, the concept of Tyrus Nister. Vishakal Gvava da Amra, so this Arab merchant, this Tzaddik, took a Gvava tuft of Amra, of wool, but Amra is the same letters as Oymer, as Ayin Mar, we said, right? We explained last time that that represents the Chelek of Tyr, that's Nigla, which is represented by Mordechai, Mardrar, Zebchinas Oimer canal, right? Because, uh, like we said, that Amra is, is Oimer, which is Mordechai, which is Ayin, uh, the letters of, of Oimer is Ayin, and then Remresh and Mar is representative of Mardrar, which is a Bechina of Mordechai. And when he took that wool, that oim, that amra, that wool, and he put it together, the which is the adayim, and put it together with this uh, uh, soaked it with water. Uh, now we're gonna have to explain how sa'irim uh, is represented by water. raglin kanal, which is the the feet. Now, how is it that water in our story is represented by sa'irim? So this is gonna be a little bit of a harder uh, concept, I think. So 
some things that we're not used to, but we're going to take it uh, somewhat as it is, read through the words, and understand that uh, that Mayim uh, can relate to Sa'irim, so that Oimer Sa'irim is Mordechai and Esther, is Yadayim and Raglaim, is Nigla and Nister, is the result of the Ruach attaching, when one attaches to themselves to the Tzaddik, uh, and the mitzvah of Oimer Sa'irim, of the Svir Sa'imer, is what's going to end up being Mavatel Vigzeir that's created from the Gaivan Avodazara of Kairachan's uh, follow represented by Kairachan's followers. Kia Raglaim Hemafike Mayim. Raglaim are Afike Mayim from based on a Pasik in Tehillim, uh, which actually is on the of Ne Kairach, I think. Uh, let me just uh, I can try to uh, look it up for half a second. Uh, I have a Tehillim over here, but Membez. Uh, is yeah okay but in any event we we see that uh that um, that uh, sorry came uh, again back in the text okay raglayim are represented by streams of water arve nachal also the the willows of the stream we have the uh, the dalad minim on sukkis so these arve nachal we're going to see are also tied into the raglayim tied into the legs so Arava is a willow that grows by the streams, but Arava also means an Arav is a guarantor. It's based on a Gemara, which says that when a person is supposed to, when a person is going to end up someplace, you know, he thinks that he thinks that he has his own ideas where he's going to end up going, whatever the mice and the Gemara is over there, but that his feet end up uh, fulfilling the, where, where he's truly supposed to go based on Hashkacha. That his that his feet are his are, are a raven for him. They're like his guarantors. So this idea of the arvin, this idea of the raglayim, ties in to water like the arve nachal. So that so far we have that there's mayim because in our in our uh, mushal or in our the mayim of the gemara. So the wool which is the oimra was soaked in water. The water is like the arava, uh, the arve nachal streams of water which are like a raven which relate to the guarantor of a person from the Gemara and Sukkah represent his feet. And we saw last time how Sa'irim uh, ties into Esther, or the Nister, because we're talking about the Nigla and Nister of Tyra also coming together, that Ruach comes from the Tyra, and those represent the Raglayim. In, in Kabbalah, so we're going to see the Arvin Nachal Machem Rachel Chemen Zochem Vracha Raglowid Barnashi and Arvin Yeva Arvin Zebachinas Arvin Nachal. It's brought over here based on a Zayer and Achrei Mice for Chol Inu Nachlin that the streams Nagdin they draw out for Nafkinu Miskanchin they 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 come and they gather betray Mabun into like well springs the Ikrun Netzach Vahoid. Now we're not going to focus on that, um, but there there is like we said that the Mishalim we don't really have a way to understand the Hishdalshlus and the way that our Kaddish Baruch Hu deals with the world, so we have different mishalim that we use, and uh, if we understand it relates to us, it tells us about how HaKadosh Baruch Hu relates to us. Sometimes we talk about the letters, which we've had already. We talked about the Yud, K, Vav, K, uh, the Kutso Shel Yud, the, uh, the different Nekudos, but we also talk about things in terms of right, left, or in terms of different parts of the body. Netzach and Haid, so our representative, uh, re- represent for our purposes the Raglayim, it's as if the feet, again, not to ever confuse that there's any types of physical manifestation or body parts of any of the spheros or the ways that a Baruch Hu relates to us, but these are these are Mishalim in ways that we can that we can talk about. So that's the end of the Zayar, that this Netzach Vahod, the Raglayim these are called, these are representative of Afikamayim, but for our symbolism's sake, uh, so that we can understand what the Gemara is telling us. 
uh, that 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 this that, that mayim is representative of the raglayim uh, afikay mayim. Hainu bechinas Mordechai veEster bechinas Yedaim raglayim bechinas Hamchos Kafri Kudim Kanal, which uh, which we've already said is as the Ruch goes, that's where we're able to be mavatel the gzeres and the din in the world. Once we're able to be mavatel the guy of an avodazara period. Vaanche bereshe de Romcha, and when the Taya, when this Arab merchant who is representative of the tzaddik soich Yishmael. Yishmael is like a bechina of of, of uh, tefillah. Uh, we've spoken about the seicher uh, already several times. Roimach, so it says he put the tzaddik put this tuft of wool bereshe de rumcha on the head of a spear. Now this is not the first time we talked about a spear either. If we remember a little bit from Taira Ches Ois Ches. Uh, we had Vizokif Rumcha. We said that Roimach Hu Bechinas Ruach Mem, which we're going to say also over here, right? Ruach uh, Ruach Mem. Mem is if you have uh, we say Ruach Mem, so it would become the the uh, Mem Sophist, the end of Mem, which is enclosed on four sides. But the Misprakatan of a Mem is four because the Ruach comes from four directions. Uh, so it says Ruach Mem. This is reading from Tyra Ches. Ruach Halokim Rachefes Al Hamayim Hainu Hatayra. So over there we express it in terms of Tyra, but again the Ruach we associate with the Tzaddik and with Tyra. Shenitnala Arbam that it was given to Moshe and Arbam Yoyim Shesham Haruach. Hachayim Canal Kloimar Tzadik Haylo Bechinas Haruach Shemakabel Mei Atayra Canal because really the Ruach of the Tzadik is coming from his embodiment of Tayra. So saying that Ruach comes from Tzadik and the Tayra is really the same thing. Vim Kolzet Techayis Berkei. Okay, and then the Tayra over there goes on. So now we're talking about this concept that this Roimach the Ruach Mem Shehu Mei Arba Ruchos Bay Haruach because Mem forty, but in Misbarakatan forty is is four. That the Ruach comes from four directions. Ki Amem He Arba Ruchos. So Ruach Mem is the Ruach, uh, which Ruach is something that comes from four directions, but th- that Ruach flows to us through the Tzadik, the Nashev B'yadin V'raglin Canal, which ultimately, once we internalize it, we said that, that the Torah also, the first the first letter is a Bez and the last letter is a Lamed, so the Torah is like a Lev and the Ruach has come from the Torah. Once we have the Ruach in our Lev, so then the Ruach flows flows through to the Yadayimim Raglayim, V'roish HaRoimach Hu HaTzadik. And the head of this spear is the Tzadik, but when we have it, we, we relate to it because of our his kashras to the Tzadik. We become close to the Tzadik. We're mevat ourselves to the Tzadik, who is the human embodiment of Ratzon Hashem of the Torah in this world. Kimimenu Taitzas HaRuach, where that Ruach flows through the Tzadik. K'mayish HaKasav about the Tzadik. Ish Asher Ruach Bay Kanal. Again, relating to a Pasuk, showing specifically that the Ruach comes from the Tzadik, such that the the Amara, the tuft of wool, uh, which uh, soaked in water, which is Bechina of Mordechai and Esther, which is Bechina of Yadayim and Raglayim, this was on the Roish HaRoimach, this was on the head of the spear, which is a Bechina of Tzadik, who is Ishashir Ruachbo, and therefore, uh, once we're able to get close to the Tzadik and have the Ruach go through to our Yadayim and Raglayim, resulting in dancing and clapping, this is the uh, the the hachna. This is the putting down of the balue kairach. Those who were swallowed up, who were a bechina of gaivan avodazara. Now. So that we can be mavatel the gzeira and the dinim in the world. Now, what happened? The wool that was soaked with water became singed. But we're going to relate to this in a uh, in a different way. The the pshat in the words uh, the the pshat in the words is that the that the uh, it was like put out. It seems to be almost like a bad thing, right? In other words, that the smoke had put out the uh, the, the smoke coming out of this crack had put out the 
uh, had singed the, the wool that was soaked with water, but we're going to say, Ichrach Lashin Chayim Va'arichos. This Lashin of singed, but in Hebrew, Ichrach is a, actually a, like a contraction of the words Chayim and Arichos Yamim. It's a Pasuk in Mishlei that a, a lazy person will not be able to roast his catch. He won't live, and his, he won't have length of days. The Pshat in the Gemara says that a person who learns, but he doesn't chazer, so he's a lazy person. He caught it, but he won't roast his catch. Uh, I don't know if it's the same Gemara. It says that a little bit of salt will preserve a lot of meat. A person catches a bird, he should clip the wings. But a person who is lazy, he doesn't invest a certain amount of time and effort into locking things down. He's not going to remember what he learns. But ooh, over here, we're going to learn the panemius of the statement. Vahainu. The Ichrachruche that this this lushan of being singed, of being burnt, Lushan Chaim Vaarichus. Now uh, seemingly the uh, every single word represents a different idea in the muscle what we're trying to bring out. Uh, Rabbi Nachman does not this tirade does not focus on Vaafkinhu, the idea of taking it out, although there's a safer brought in the notes of the uh, the print that I'm using from a safer called Makar Chachma, who says that the Kavana is that the Sitra Achra, we said that the other forces at work, the negative, the, the, the klipa is yoinek from the, uh, from the ragle de Kedusha, when everything is not lined up, when the Shechina is not, is not, the Shechina is in Gullis, the Shechina is not Shaira, so then our raglayim, as it were, on the, is on the ground where the Sitra Achra is yoinek. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to lift our feet in dance to, to, once it's lit up by the Ruach, so it comes out of any Sitra Achra so that there's no place for the, uh, for, for the negative forces to take hold. Uh, but but when it's not going the way it's, it is, so the pasuk in Mishlei ragleha yardais maves that it's at the point of the of, of the feet on the ground. Uh, that's where the negative forces take hold. And uh, the ticken for this is libay nasa es raglov, where the the, the the force coming from the heart lifts one's feet off the ground, where he can take it out. And that's the idea of Afkinu, that he pulled it out uh, so that the, uh, the the feet would no longer be uh, on the ground. But in any event, ki alide bitul hagayva hainu avoidazara that through the bittel of Gaiva, uh, the bittel of Avaidah Zara, uh, through getting close to the Tzaddik, because there's a special segula to not have chachma. There's a special segula uh, to, for one to not uh, see things appropriately, to forget his learning, to not have an accurate understanding of things, right? Because there's two ways that a person can make a mistake. A person can either be built on a faulty premise or it can be built on bias. So is there any greater bias than than, than, than Gaiva seeing things only through the lens of, 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 of one's perception of him being the be all and end all of everything. So, through this, uh, the, the, in order to be Mesake in the Chachma, what we have to do is be Mavatel Gaiva. And we accomplish that through uh, the ruach flowing through, through in order to take our to liboy nasas raglov, that through taking our feet off the ground, uh, and that way we can achieve true chachma vayde chachma yichya v'yarach yamim. And through chachma, then we can have chayim and arichas yamim. K'mosha kasev ha'chachma techaye ba'ala is the end of the pasuk. That through chachma we will end up having chayim and long life, and that's how it ties back into achruche, which how does one get achruche chayim and through Chachma, which a person gets through uh, through being mavatel, uh, through being mavatel gaiva, the uh, just in terms of Chaim uh, Rishos Yamim. So uh, I just have a note over here for myself. The um, 
the, just uh, referencing the note from Rav Chaim Kramer's print uh, that the, the, he references this Gemara talking about people who are hypocritical in observance and Torah study that these types of people will not be successful will not have life and length of days and Rabbi Nachman applies this also to the false leaders that don't end up bringing life to the followers again like we said last time not only can't they bring it they actually bring their followers away from life because they steer them away from going to the right source to the right tzaddik because they present themselves as tzaddik again sometimes they might be fooling themselves uh, but the people that are able to bind themselves to the tzaddik they are the ones who will end up having this chayim Amar Lee so back in the mashal Atzis Lehu Veshimes the Amr Moshev Etairasai MS that he said listen this Arab merchant said this tzaddik said to Rabbi Barachana listen to what these people are saying from the cracks and they said Moshev Etairasai MS Shehin Moidin Allah MS that the the people who were the these Bali Gaiva, the, the people that were going to the negative, they were acknowledging that Moshe and his Torah are MS because when one is comes close to a tzaddik, in order to be makabel the ruach canal, uh, I guess by by putting this tuft of wool, uh, representative of the tzaddik of the ruach, putting it all the way close, so then perhaps we could say that that sparked uh, the reaction of Moshe v'tayrasai ms. And then they recognized the, uh, uh, even people that were in the negative, they will be able, once they come close to a tzaddik, also to recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Ruach Chaim. Now, why they called Sisitra de Maisa over here because Risham, Afil Bachayim, Nekram Mason, because they're not attached to the source of life. They were getting their energy from this almost like temporary, this Ruach Sa'ara, like we had said before, Skedulas Habori, is Baruch Shemai, Kanal, they will recognize the godless of Hashem, like we mentioned before, uh, like Yisrael. Now, interestingly, just to mention one line that we had mentioned in Taira Dalid, uh, that in order to spark this type of tshuva, it's not only it's we can bring Hakadosh Baruch Hu into the world uh, through bringing others close and through others recognizing Hashem, but even when we take a step forward and even when we're doing the right thing, it says Aidei Hanal. This is an Ois Yud all the way at the end. This Ayer B'Tshuva Aidei Sheretz Kadon Shebet Chirav. It's a reference we're talking about over there. Uh, when a person comes and does Tshuva Aidei Tshuvasu Goyim Shigam Elu Rishayim Nasu Kisel Kedusha. That when a person does tshuva, they can get others, even who they are not associated with. But as there's a clear, the gilu of Hakadosh Baruch Hu is brought into the world, it could have impact that we don't see clearly, but it could bring others. When you, when any one of us is gaiva, our negative midos, when when we put down our gaiva, our inclination to the wrong way, and we bring Hakadosh Baruch Hu into our lives and into the world, so then it can actually cause others uh, to do tshuva as well. So again, I, I thought that this uh, this year I think it, I think it's helpful and it's it's very geschmack if we've listened to the last two. But it's really at this point breaking it down, uh, trying to go a little bit slow through the story in the in the Gemara. But so that we see that the Iker Shvira of Gaiva Avodazara, the breaking of of Gaiva, um, and the, this representing these types of other of independence is when a person becomes close to a tzaddik, so that the tzaddik can daven, and once we, the tzaddik helps us attach to a kaddish. 
Baruch Hu, that Ruach is brought into one's lave, which comes out through, which, which brings the Hakara into the world, such that even people who are far away can relate to that, because again, that Tzadik, who is also Moshe we mentioned, but also Yaakov Avinu, it relates to Tefillah Begeder, a bias, and that once that Ruach is brought into the world, that comes out through the Adayim and Raglayim, it puts down the Vodazara and the Xeris Rabatel. And this, so the Tzaddik said that all 30, every 30 days, every Rosh Chaydesh, so then these people come back around. What is it? Now, why Rosh Chaydesh? Everything has a root. The idea of Chuv in the world, who Rosh Chaydesh, the introduction. Production of tshuva into the bria is actually Rosh Chaydesh. Gives us a whole new understanding. Many people say on Erev Rosh Chaydesh, uh, Yom Kippur Katan services. But the Sherish of tshuva in the world is Rosh Chaydesh. Why? You know, the Gemara talks in different places about about Reuven did tshuva, uh, f- f- uh, Kayin uh, did tshuva, right? There's different, there's different people. Adam Arishain did tshuva. So different, there's different personalities that are brought out in tshuva in the world. Yehuda did tshuva. So he says that, but the first tshuva in the Bria, what brought the idea of tshuva into the world actually was Rosh Chaydesh. Ki Rosh Chaydesh, Amra Kaddish Baruch Hu, Haviu Alai Kapara. There's a, the Medrash brings out, this is, we're gonna, we, read, we, we, we read it, whatever the message that the Medrash wants to tell us is, but uh, it's hard, again, we are not trying to bring any anthropomorphisms and any human qualities to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Chas v'shalom. but it says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like a parak, Moshe Daruch Hu, so where is it brought? It's brought that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the moon and the sun, and the moon complained, how could there be how could it be that the moon and the sun were the same size? So HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, you're right, and he said, okay, so you should make yourself smaller. The problem is, is if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling the moon, okay, you're right, there can't be two the same size, make yourself smaller, so that means that the moon had actually a good taina. So if the moon had a good taina, why should he become become smaller? So HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, it's brought in Rashi and Chumash, given the stars, but it says HaKadosh Baruch Hu uh, was mefi- trying to be Mephias the moon, and when he saw that the moon was not appeased, he said, Haviu alai kapara al shemiyati es hayerech, that, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as it were, keviyachol, whatever it means, said that he would, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, would need a kapara that he was miyate, that he minimized the moon, vizeu, si'ira chatas, that then this is the si'ir that's brought in Rosh Chaydesh, it says si'ir izim that it raised to a chatas Hashem of the seer in Rosh Chaydesh. So it's as if the very first time that it's as if HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, was saying that he needed a kapara. And this, by the way, as an aside, it's also brought in Likute Alachas that if this is HaKadosh Baruch Hu's plan that he needs a kapara and therefore we're going to bring a seer Hashem on Rosh Chaydesh. So this is a vada. It's betucha bevada. Yizachu Yisrael ba'ilam habav yeshuva betshuva me'achas shepolish and salvedet hanseh sheresh betshuva. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu is putting into the bria that this is a sheresh betshuva and that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted that it should be betshuva and therefore Yisrael Yisrael is participating in this process. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is, is that, that this whole process is going to go forward and that we're going to end up also getting a kapara until the uh, the process is finished and we're going to have a hero and get closer to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. But in any event, 
So the, the Shairesh of Tshuva and the Bria, whatever it means coming from this Maimar Chazal, is where HaKadosh Baruch Hu decided that he needed a Kapara for this idea with the moon, the moon uh, relating to Rosh Chaydesh, and therefore Zeb Bechinas Tshuva, that Kaviyachal HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mischarit, that he regretted what he did, Vatshuva Azayis Nishtal Shlebuchol and Avram Barash Chaydesh, and this idea of Tshuva uh, flows through, that it's in the Bria, so that there's a possibility of Tshuva, and there's a hearer Tshuva on Rosh Chaydesh, and that there are certain times a year, as much as a person can do Tshuva any time, when there's, there, there's certain kaychas that are in the world that are easier accessed in certain times than others. We have Zmanim, we have Mayadim, we have Yemim Taivim, so Rish Chaydesh and Ervash Chaydesh, uh, I guess in terms of Yom Kippur Katan, these are the times when Tshuva can be accessed, and that's why there was a Hirher Tshuva on Rish Chaydesh, even when these Kairach and his followers came back around to, uh, to, to this place on Rish Chaydesh where they went down. However, we're going to see it now. Gam because they're exposed to it and it was misirer inside of them also. It's not a complete tshuva. That this world is the is is the uh, the preparation for uh, the real world? Like we've mentioned, I think we've mentioned here before that if this world, the famous uh, this world is like a hallway, and the next world is like a palace, right? Nobody, it's not like it's not like this world is the main event, and next world is the dessert. This world is the game, and the next world is the trophy. So that you know, really, people want to play the game; they just want to win, so they get the reward. No, it's the opposite, right? When a person builds a palace, the palace is the main event, but in order to access the palace appropriately, so then you need to make a stairway, a hallway, whatever it is, a corridor so that you can access a Kaddish Baruch who wanted to give us the ultimate good in Olam Haba. So really, that's the real world. It's just that in order to benefit it and get there, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu needed Hechatimza for Chaykatayv Lahetiv and we had to earn it and therefore it shouldn't be Namad HaChisufas. HaKadosh Baruch created a world, this world, in order to get there. So one of the, Meshul Sharm brings also that Mishat Tarach Barav Shabbos. Who eats on Shabbos? Somebody who cooks the Chalant. If you cook the Chalant well, then you're going to eat the chalant on Shabbos. You've put in spoiled spices, not necessarily a punishment. You're going to end up eating spoiled chalant. But this is the world. It's this place. Where is the tshuva going to work so that we can end up getting the benefit? It has to be in this world. It's cause and effect. And therefore, the tshuva has to be performed in this world. So now, already... The, the Kairach and his followers were already swallowed up. They're no longer in this world, so it's wonderful that they get brought back around and into the place where they went down because they were swallowed alive, the Rosh Baham tells us. So there's a certain Akuda even that's manifest in them that's a, that's a ha'ar, that, that they're in this error for tshuva and that they're acknowledging that Moshe MS, but it's not a full, complete tshuva because real tshuva, we have a limited amount of time in this world in order to do. They're not going to be become putter through this acknowledgement from the Din of Gehenim, Valkan Mahadrulu Gehenim Lahacha, and that's why it constantly happens. Otherwise, they could do tshuva once. But it, this, so there is this element of tshuva where they acknowledge Moshe Vitaraso Amis, but that doesn't necessarily clean up all of their all of their spilled milk, right? It's just that this idea that the Gehenim brings them back around because whatever it means, I don't know exactly. But since that they were buried alive, they have this the, the, the Gehenim spins them around. And on Rosh Chaydesh, when the world has this access to tshuva, then they also acknowledge but they don't become part from it and therefore they have to do it every 30 days they, they, their punishment is not part of they go back to Gehenim right afterwards but there is a certain Nakuda that, that the Gehenim becomes less 
on Rosh Chodesh, not like other days, that they're not going to be punished with the same ash. They're not going to be punished with the same fire. What do these things mean? We don't know, but we're going to take what we can. And as hopefully as we continue on our journey, we're going to attain more clarity in some of these ideas. But we, that, that there's not the same ash of Gehenim on Rosh Chodesh. For Gehenim Rosh Chodesh Charata, which also burns the the ultimate, uh, you know, one of one of the punishments that people experience in Gehenim. Uh, you know, imagine. Uh, imagine, in a sense, the Gemara of Basra, a person to be singed by the canopy of his friend. Okay, the Messiah Shisham discusses it. Imagine seeing a picture of the perfect you. Had you done every single thing that you were supposed to do and the good that you could have accomplished and the person that you could have become, and you see a picture of that on your rear view mirror, and you have to look at it and you never get used to it, and every single time that you look in the real mirror of who you are and who you could have been and what, could have, what, what a person could have achieved, and never being able to live it down, not in terms of jealousy of another, but being jealous of what you could have been, that's the ultimate regret. That's charata, that burns. But apparently that's not the same as Eish of Gehenim. So there's an element of Gehenim that's like that. So in Rosh Chodesh, they experience this charata. They're still, they're still in Gehenim. That's the extent of the Gehenim that they're still experiencing on Rosh Chodesh, uh, which is a big tsar. However, it's not the actual Eish of Gehenim that they don't experience, that they get a reprieve of. That Gehenim brings them back around. That, that they on Rosh they come, they have this hisairas of tshuva, they have this admission and this regret, and that's their Gehenim on Raish Chaydash. Now, Vizet Perush, and now we go to the next thing, the Eva Elahamishpatim. And then maybe if there's time, we'll have a little bit of a, a bonus at the end. So now that we explained the concepts, we haven't really mentioned too much in terms of new concepts, but in reading it into the panemius of, of Rabbi Rachanav, is that perish This pasuk we used already in Tyre Zion, if we remember, but that, that these are the mishpatim that you should place before them. Ki isa the medrash tells us, asher hushvu isha le'ish dinam So in the pshat of it, it's saying that even though there's different in terms of isra v'hedra, different laws apply differently, to males and females, to men and women. However, when it comes to monetary laws, they're, they're every, everyone is equal. Everyone's on the same playing field. The monetary laws, uh, the civil laws apply equally. However, we're going to learn it in the Pneumius. We're going to learn it a little bit different that when it comes to dinim, when it comes to gzeras, it comes to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, what came out of the Haron Af, when there's Avodah in the world, when there's din in the world, it has to be, there has to be a mituk in the din, we have, we want to be mevatah the gzeras. So what we have to do is bring hashva, we have to bring together, there has to be hainu liyached kutshabrichu ushchinte. So again, we're back to this concept that we referenced earlier, that the world, the way that our Kaddish Baruch relates to the world is that there is a, there's Rav Dessler has a whole piece in Kuntras HaChesed that there's you could say there's two types of people in the world you could say that and then divide your paper a lot of different ways but there's givers and there's takers but this is the way that the Kaychas of the world are set up that there's a Mashpia and a Makabel represented by male and female now until now We've d- been discussing really that to be mavatal exeris, so then we have to internalize the ruach, which flows through to the hands and the feet. But we haven't really discussed the interplay between the hands and the feet. And we said that the hands and the feet, that the, the hands are the nigla and the feet are the nister, and the hands are represented by Eimer, and the feet are sa'irim, and the hands are mardachai, and the feet are Esther. And now we're going to mention this interplay between, so to speak, the hands and the feet, bring it together, the dancing, the clapping. But we know already. 
that in Esther it says Lakacha Mardachai Loy Lebas, and the the the, the of Meir that of Meir tells us that it's not Lebas, but rather it's Lebias that they they were they were married. Uh, there's questions about what the relationship was between Esther and Achashverosh. Uh, there's a Kunizar it says Shalay Nagaba Achashverosh that Achashverosh didn't touch her, and Zariah Mahemna also a remez to this. I'm reading just from the notes. I'm not personally familiar, uh, but in any event, it comes out that this remez between Mordechai and Esther is a remez to a yichud between Kuchabrichu. Uh, that this uh, in in the spheres again, there's a certain dynamic uh, in terms of how Hakadosh Baruch Hu relates to this world. So we, the, the, if you if you look at the. And the spheroes, so there's uh, the chesed, gvura, teferas, netzach, hod, yesod. If you ever see the acronym, it's chagas, nahi. Those are representative the in the parts of Zeir Anpin. That would be uh, one set with netzach and hod, the raglayim, and then yesod uh, being the last one. Yesod being kailo, what comes before it, giving over into the nook. The, the, the nukva, the female counterpart in the sphere would be malchus, which takes what comes above it, and that's represented by the in, in which is uh, in the female, right? So it says over here that bring a yichot to kuchabrinshu ushchinte is again. It's like in the malchus. It's in the lowest realm. That ref, that's makabel, and that's totally reflective. We bring a yichot for our kaddish baruch Hu and the shchina, so to speak. She bechinas isha veish, right? It's saying the Baltan talks about chuvas toshuv hey that that last hey yud kevavke the last hey is malchus. But it, as we become familiar, we'll see this in many places. So a kaddish baruch Hu or kuchabrinshu. Kodesh Baruch Hu is Bechina Ish, and the Shechin is a Bechina of Isha, and this is Bechina's Mordechai, Mordechai and Esther. The uh, the uh, Rav Chaim Kramer note, they just have a, over here to look at it, uh, so he will just read, read, read what he says over here. He says that... Uh, the uh, if if chas v'shalom there is a separation from kuchabricha ushchinte so then uh, where does so, so again if hakadosh baruch hu is so to speak connecting he's energizing the world we have a reflection in the malchus this world is the oylem hasia it's the most physical expression but all, everything is attached to hakadosh baruch hu that you you can't even say that anything exists without hakadosh baruch hu so where there's not a yichud between them so where taka does where where is there enter any energy so again that becomes the idea it's not true chayim it's not eternal but there's this this uh temporary as it were energy like a whirlwind which we said doesn't last forever it calms down but at least in the short term it's a rule sa'ara it's coming from klipa it's coming from sitra achra um and therefore uh that's what would be that that's what would be energizing the slower world, uh, which again, if a person's raglayim are sunk in there, so then that's what we want to do. We want to be able to lift them out uh, and and line it back up with the ruach. But he says, uh, how is it that we're able to line back up with the kaddish baruch Hu? What we do is we return the malchus back to uh, back to teferes. But over here, it's talking about the zeranp and talking about chagas nahi. We return, we line back up the malchus to teferes. What's malchus? Malchus we said earlier is tefillah and teferes. Yaakov Avinu is MS. Yaakov is Tyra, although we said Yaakov also represents Tfila also. But we, we line back up. We said MS and Amuna. Amuna is built on MS. We line back up the Tyra, the Tfila and the Tyra. We line back up the Malchus, which is representative of Tfila with the Zeranpin, which is representative of Tyra of Kaddish Baruch Hu, and therefore we make a Yichud between them. Now, 
So how do we, when we rectify, when we bring a yichud between the Isha and the Ish, Mordechai and Esther, Nigla and Nister, Yadayim and Raglayim, coming from the Ruach, that's in Taira, that's what's going to be Mavata Lagzirim, it's going to be a Shvira in the Avodazara and Gaiva, is that Perish Ve'ela. So now going forward, this is a Perish of Ve'ela. Now whenever a Pasuk says Ve, Ve means in Hebrew and, it's being Maisif. So Komakam Shinara Ve'ela, Maisif Alari Shainim. So whatever the Pasuk says Ve and something else, it's coming to Add. That's what the word. That's what the letter vav comes to mean. Now this applies It applies in good or bad ways. It applies in a in a good way. Uh, that whatever 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 a person as a person grows. So the closer that you get to a mountain, right? The, the closer you get to something, you realize how big it is. You realize how small you are in reference to it. It breeds anava and it gives you a greater appreciation for the mountain. The closer that one gets to a kaddish baruch when he realizes how small he is, then the closer he can get to. And the closer he wants to, and year and Ava go together, and he goes higher and higher and higher. But in the negative, so that also, the more that a person gets farther away from a Kaddish Baruch Chas Shalom, and he has Gaiva, and the Gaiva we said is like a Vodazara, the more that he wants to feed himself and his own desires, the more a person brings himself away from a Tzaddik, and he's not going to be able to be Masaking. So over here, Tosefs and Rebo is a lot. What's more, that's a Lushen of Gaiva, Bechinas Gaiva. And avoid the zarak moshakasav loy me rubchem chashak hashem. That the pasuk says in Dvarim that a kaddish baruch Hu is not interested in klai yisrael because of their numbers. Rubchem is a lot, not because we're such a large, mighty nation, or in our terms, not because of our gaiva, not because of our lotness. Sheperusho gaiva v'zebchinas v'zebchinas. Um, now, by the way, just it says it quotes Rashi over here in the note that it says the Medrash brings If you listen to the Ali Shor Shurim, that we we actually discuss this idea, uh, bring different personalities that when Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives somebody godless, so it with uh, several. Several, several uh, Gaisha kings and so forth. So they took this as the, something that they earned, and the more that they got a certain godless and a certain they were, they rose to Gedula and a Kaddish Baruch gave them something. There was a certain understanding that they had, but they didn't uh, they didn't internalize it, didn't penetrate who they were, and they they mistook it for something that they belonged. When a Kaddish Baruch Hu gave tzaddikim Gedula, so what they do they it's it's again a privilege comes a responsibility and account an accountability and something that they on their own don't deserve and and. and they're humbled by it, right? So it says over here that Lomi Rubham Hashak Hashem Shepurushai Gaiva that it's not that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted us because of our own personal, uh, what we took for ourselves, which is something that's a Bechina of adding to what, uh, to, to the Rishayim. What is this a reference to? Shehu Bechina's Haman Va'amalek. Haman Amalek. Amalek is Reish, a cause of Reish's Goyim Amalek. They were the first ones to battle with the Jews uh, after they left Mitzrayim, but Amalek is like the, the Zelu Umazeh of Reish's. The, the, the real Tachlis, Rashis, Bishvil, Rashis, Taira, Yisrael, the ultimate Tachlis and getting close to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And Amalek is Suffolk and late Sonist. It's the ultimate Hisbatlus, representing like Hisbatlus of purpose. No matter how important something is, it comes to undermine that. And that's Maisafal Rishonim, like you said in the negative way. As much as Amalek is Rashis, so then the, these, the, the people who are Gaivan of Ozoi, they come to add on to that to that anti Tachlis, that anti MS. And Ve'ela comes, it's a and Gaiva and adding on to one's own self, their own independence and autonomy. And what's the Tikkun? Hamishpatim, Bechinas Ruach, because Mishpat is a Bechina of Ruach laws. Kamosha Kasav will see a Pasuk says, Ruach Mishpat. 
the spirit of judgment, but we see that Mishpat and Ruach are mentioned in the same breath. Meshive, Milchama, those are the ones that turn back, uh, that turn back war. So in the in the in the pasuk itself, it's a uh, it, it, Rashi explains principally it refers to people who do battle in Tyra, meaning the the they engage in a shakl v'tarya and a give and take of Tyra l'shma. In order to do this, a person of Chaim Kramer brings down the Gemara from the Sefer Meinachal. A person has to overcome his own gaiva, his own haughtiness and self worship in order for two people to have a discussion where each one takes a position, but they ultimately move towards the MS, neither one can dig into the position because that's what I think. Rav Roach Weinberg actually mentions what's the best way to do this? If you take two people and you switch positions, is it that I understand what you're saying and disagree with you? Or is it that I don't understand what you're saying? If I understand and disagree, I should be able to make your argument, even if I don't necessarily think that it's right in this context. So if you want to see if you agree with somebody, uh, or if you understand somebody, even if you disagree, switch sides of the argument and see if you, if you can't make the other person person's argument, it means that you don't, just don't really understand what they're saying. You're only listening maybe in order to respond, right? But in any event, so we see over that, that's what the Pusik is really talking about people that are doing battle in Tyra and humility enables uh, a person to take hold of the Ruach and Tyra to subdue it and he mentions also over here that all of the tzaddikim that are mentioned in this lesson Avram Avinu who did battle with the kings and Yaakov who did battle with the angel of Esav and uh, 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 who was Amalek's uh, guardian angel Moshe Rabbeinu went to war against Amalek Mordechai and Esther did battle against Haman but each of these tzaddikim had the power of this Ruach uh, and was able to subdue the enemy physically and spiritually uh, through this Ruach, uh, Ruach Mishpat Meshive um, Milchama, they turn back war. Kiyalidea Ruach, Nestakin, Agaiva, Vavodas, Alilim, through Ruach, they were able to put down a Vodazar of Aidezesh, or Tassim Lifneyem. So uh, through this, Aidezesh, uh, that it was said to Moshe, it was Tzadik Emes, Vela Meshpatam, Meshir Tassim Lifneyem. So what, what does it mean? Hainu, Hushvu, Isha, Leish, Lechol, Dinim, Shebatayra. Back into the way that we said that Asher Tassim Lifneyem means to be Hushvu, Isha, Leish. What does it mean? How are you going to get Meshpatam? How are you going to get Ruach, which ultimately is going to be able to be Vatal? all the negative forces through through being mashve ish ish In our context, what does that mean? It means bring a yichud between kutshabrichu and shechinte. Bring together the yadayim and raglaim, the nigla and nister. Having the shechina shayra in this world, that the world is going to be the, like from the very first Torah we saw, the shemesh and the areach, right? Moshe and Yeshua. That the world totally reflects back accurately 100% without any of its own getting in the way. If anything gets in the way of the, with the moon, it's not going to totally reflect the sun. Like when there's like, you know, something on the screen and it's, it reflects on the projection on the wall. So it says, once a person is hushed for ish ish, hainu, that there's a yichud bechinas hamtokas hadinim, so the avodazara is going to go away, so there's not going to be any more din. Kikosman sheesh avodas alilim ba'olam, charon afidin ba'olam, that there's going to be a din in the world when there's avodazara, va'idea ruach hanal, and through this ruach, Again, close to the tzaddikim, oh, the ruach coming, flowing through the tyra, that's where gaiv and avodazara are gone, and therefore nesyachid kutshabrichu, so summed up, the Pasuk says, right, that where there is an addition to what comes first, where there's Gaiva in the world, representative of Haman and Amalek, the anti-MS, anti-Tachlis, anti-Taira, so as it were, so we, we need to, how do we get a tikkun away from that? Through the mishpatim, through the ruach mishpat, ruach coming through the tzaddik, coming through the taira, and that's where hushvu ish how do we do that? By creating a yichud between kuchabrichu shchinte, and when we make them even, so then uh, what we, we bring them together, so then that's where we're able to be through that Through a tzaddik, it creates ruach, it's aber, 
that through this closeness to Tzadik, we're able to get rid of Elohim Acherim, Kfirais, which is Minas, Kairach, and his sons, uh, and his followers, uh, the, the, the Haman, and Amalek, Vaidea Ruach, Ban Rikudim, Amchaz, Akaf, and through Ruach, then we are, it flows through to our hands and our feet, Kaliyat Tzadik, Shibachinas Ruach, and Salur Aglai, Araglin, that's how our feet get taken out of the, uh, the Sitra Achra, brings off the ground, Veniskala, Aras Yadayim, and also it, it lightens up our hands, Venisraba Ha'emuna, and then it'll be an increase of emuna, which emuna we already saw in the seventh Torah that emuna is begeder tefillah and ruach and closeness to the tzaddik uh, and ultimately tira emes emuna that tefillah and tira go together. And therefore it says, by Yosef, who's a Bechin of Tzadik, which Yosef, by the way, also we mentioned in terms of Tshuva and Taira earlier in this Taira, we said, Yosef in Enu, in Isdal of the Torah, Yosef in Enu, Zu Bechinas, Tikkanam Ovis, right? We explained there how, how it's a Bechin of Tshuva, Hainu Adain, Lotikantem Ovis, when a person comes and fixes his way, because that's what we're talking about over here also, the Giloi and the Galas of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is when people that are far away come to recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Um, and the Tikkunim of us was a Bechina of Yosef, Osef Elohim as Cherpasi. But over here, said the Yosef Bechin Sadiku Biladechel Yarim Ishes Yadoves Raglo. That without Yosef, that nobody of Pasukim Bereishes will not be able to lift their hands or their feet. Without Yosef, who's a Bechina of Tzadik, who's a Bechina of uh, of Chuva, of coming closer, that uh, nobody will be able to uh, have the energy of lifting their hands and feet. Out, out of uh, out of the sitra achra and to be mavatul lixeris without his attachment to the tzaddik. Out of the chitzaynim canal. Now, one interesting point, which is a little bit beyond us, but it's we we, we go through it anyway because this is what we do. This is we, we have to go through what's written. It says there's a question. So we talked about nigla nistar. Now, usually, again, not in physical form, but when we think of things that are are higher, those would be on a higher level. What's higher? The hands or the feet. I guess one could say that the feet are more central in a certain place. They're more of a yisai, more of a foundation, because a person is supported by his feet. But in any event, the yadayim are higher are higher on the body. Now, question. Why is it that the nigla is represented by the yadayim and the nistar is represented by the feet? It would seem to be that the nistar, the more side, the more panemius, should be on a higher level. Okay, very interesting question. So he says, The Torah's nigla is the hands. Excuse me. V'nistar b'chinas raglin, b'chinas Mordechai v'ester. We said Mordechai is, is, uh, lines up with the Yadayim, and Esther lines up with the Raglayim. Even though the side, really, the panemius is really in a certain way higher, more innermost, uh, it's hard, these are expressions that we use that are that, that create a relationship that are relative terms, higher, lower. It's not uh, these are this worldly relationships. But anyway, still the giloi, the revelation of the nigla is on a higher level. So it's a very deep Indian, really. The Tanoim, when we think about Tanoim and Amorayim, we say that an Amorayim can't argue on a Tana. A Tana is on a higher level, and yet it's brought down that the Tanoim are the Raglayim, the Amorayim be Yadayim, and the Amorayim are the Yadayim, are higher, right? So again, why does that work? The Avshat Tanoim Lamalam Amorayim. 
Still, they are on a lower, uh, they're, they're represented by the feet, which are lower. Also, it says that even though the Nevoah is on a higher level than Ruach HaKadosh, which, rep- which is, uh, relates to Ksuvim, uh, but nevertheless, it seems it's brought down to Kunezawar talks also how Ksuvim uh, are going to be higher. Kavara Mavayar Al Terutz Al So he doesn't go into it over here. He just references that by the way, in case this sparks the question by you, it is it is something that's dealt with. Uh, just a couple of different approaches. We will understand from it whatever it is that we can understand from it, uh, that are brought down over here. Uh, one is that, that the answer that it that it's brought is that there's again there's a certain there's a hishtalshlis in terms of how HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, deals with the Bria as it goes from one to the other so these are terms that we're going to see that there's there's Abba Ima Zeranpin and Nok there's Chachma Chesed Gvura Teferes Netzachod Yisod and things flow through uh, flow through in a certain level from higher to lower in a certain sense the what's higher is uh, more abstract it's less relatable to and then we filter down to the El which is more revealed and it's more related to us, in a certain sense, we might think that something that's more physical is more real. It's something that we can relate to more, right? So we think about thought, speech, and deed. What's the more, most real, the deed, or is it maybe even the, the speech, or even the thought, or even the rutzen that's really coming on a higher level? So one answer that he discusses over here is that in the flowing through, in the way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu deals with the world, so again, everything has its spheres, its representations, so everything is built up, the pieces, the spheres, that things are built up with are Chesed Gvur Tiferes Netzach Hod Yesod and Malchus. Okay, so now Netzach and Hod represent the Raglayim, and and uh, and Chesed and Gvur represent the the uh, the Adayim. So one answer that he says is that the what when we say that the Nistar or we say that the Tanoim are lower down, those are the Raglayim. They are the, represented by the Raglayim of the higher level, whereas the thing that's the, the, the Nigla might be represented by the Adayim of the lower level. So there might be something that even though it, really we're talking in two different universes, it all comes together as a Kaddish Baruch who gives it over. But one thing that we, we could, one answer that's given is that the Tanoim uh, get their Hasaga from a level of Netzach and Hod in the parts of Zer Anpin, and the Amoraim get it from Chesed and Gvura, but that's in the parts of, of Malchus. So that's one way. It's it's a lower lower it, it's a lower point of a higher universe, so to speak. Although when there is a Yichud. So Rav Chaim Krem brings a note when there is a yichud between Isha Le'ish and Zeranpin and Nok. So at that point, everything is comes together. It's it's shava b'shava. Everything is where it's supposed to be. It's it's presenting its purpose at that point. So then it doesn't. It becomes unclear. It looks as if the thing that's really higher up appears to be in a lower position at that point of yichud. Okay. Other answers that are given uh, the way that I understand them over here uh, that the Ramak brings. So what's again when we talk about higher or lower something thing might be higher but if there's a very high concept that I, I don't really understand, I, I'm not, I don't relate to it well enough to be able to uh, to, to understand the, the guts of that concept, so to speak. So what I do, but I can use it as an axiom, right? There, there are certain things that are axiomatic. So that might be chachma. That's a piece of wisdom that, that on a certain sense is higher up. The Tanayim understood what they said. The Amorayim, they can't argue on a Tana. They can only use it as a tool for something else to use. So the uh, something might be a 
a higher concept, but be, what's a greater giloy, a greater expression, is when I'm able to have not just chachma, but bina, I'm able to dig in and be mevin davar mitoch davar. So it could be that what seems to be higher is really lower. In other words, the tanoim, it's it, it, a, a higher, it's a greater giloy when I have bina, when I have something that I'm, a concept that I'm able to use because I relate to it. And that, in a certain sense, takes a higher position than something that's just axiomatic. It's not a concept that I can that I can really relate to, other than to use it as a building block of what I want to do. So the Tanoim had this chachm vis-a-vis the Amorayim. The Tanoim had the chachma. They gave them the axiom as the building blocks. But what we relate to as a greater giloy is something that's really on a lower level. It's something that we could use. Brings a safer kilas Yaakov also that maybe there needs to be a greater giloy and something that's lower down. Actually, it's, it says over here that that's why. Uh, Mitzrayim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu had to come down, because since it was a Makom of Tumah, so the, a greater light has to shine down. However it is, it's a very interesting question, shows that we're paying attention, that as we go through, it seems to be that the higher thing, it takes a lower uh, a lower position, that the Nistar ends up being the Raglayim, and that the Nigla is the Yedayim. Last piece. Oid Re'ei Zematsasi Miksav Rabbeinu Zal bring in some notes that, that, that Rabbeinu had that related to this Taira, Me'inin Ataira Nalv Zeu Ve'ela HaMeshpatim Asher Tasim Geus that Gaiva Mudazlis Bechola Aretz is something that's known throughout the world. Shimidam Agun is a disgusting Midav. Vitzaruch Levrayach Amenu, we have to run away. Aval Yesh Bnei Adam Shereit Finachar Kavai There are certain people that do run after this negative Midav. Ve'raitzim Limloich Ulahanigas Ha'olam and they want to they want to be the rulers. And they say, I'm the one. Give me, give me money to do a pidyan. Uh, I'm the one who could help you out. Come to me. I'm the one that will help you get closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But really, they're coming from a point of gaiva. Give back. It's, uh, it, it comes that we mentioned this when it came to Avimelech. And Avram said, Hashev Eishes, the Kavano was to give back Tfila to the Tzadik, that he's the one, the Tzadik is the one who has the reins on Tfila, uh, th- that give back uh, this Kayach, don't steer people towards you, but rather uh, the t- steer people towards the Tzadik, he's the one who has to daven for you, he's the one that's going to be able to uh, achieve the Tikkun. Baruch desires the Tfila of Tzadik, and you have to go to the Tzadik. Gaiva don't go to tzaddikim because they think that they're where it's at. They don't even steer. All let other people go there. They want all the covered. They think that they are the tzaddik. They're the ones who can daven for themselves and for others. And nobody's greater than them. And that really lines up with one of the things that we discussed. And therefore, to briefly summarize, uh, that every person has an obligation to reveal HaKadosh Baruch who is covered for all to see. Rabbi Kramer's note goes through this uh, this summary. Uh, and therefore, this goal is most perfectly fulfilled when people who are the farthest away, if, if I want, I'm going in the right direction, so I need a boost, I go a little faster. But when I when the, the ideologies that represent something of an other, those themselves come to represent, to recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the ones that are the most distant, that's where 
where there could be a great, uh, the, the greatest giloy. So in a certain sense, when I'm going the wrong direction, I'm having, I'm, I'm d- d- going downhill, and then I come to have this hakar that all these other ideals that I'm engaging in are garbage, and that they're not even that they're wrong, but that they have no substance. That I can create a greater giloy in a certain sense than when I'm going in the right direction, and this is achieved through proper prayer to bring the prayer and feel into every detail of our lives to be effective. It has to be pure. It has to be bechinas bias. That's where we can relate to it, and the one to bring us there is the tzaddik. So we have to ask a tzaddik to pray on our behalf. We have to be miskasher of the tzaddik, which is not always easy because there are so many things that are false that seem like they're leading us to them. That's our path to spirituality and to get close to our Kaddish Baruch Hu. And that, 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 that false person, that Balgaiva, they, they don't think that they need a tzaddik, but they also steer me in the wrong direction. Uh, and and therefore, uh, that's going to bring Gaiva, Vodazara, Dinim on the world. So how is it that I'm able to get out of those Xeris and Dinim? By getting close to the Tzaddik and through Tyra and bring the Ruach into my lave. And that's what comes out through my hands and my feet that's able to lift me out so that there's no room for the Sitra Akra and there's no room for any of that to take effect, to attach themselves to me and to the world. And once Avodazara is bottle, so then Haron Af is going to be bottle, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to, uh, is, is going to, in the world and is it late it is late but I'm just going to say it anyway uh, there is a one note that's worth looking at in this new say for the story of our lives by Rav Yaakov Klein but he talks about this idea in the context of one of the Sipurim Maisis, Rabbi Nachman that Yosef was Sheni Lamalchus and that a tzaddik is the sphere of Yusayid um, that a tzaddik is the sphere of Yusayid Yusayid tzaddik okay but uh, okay he, he goes through a little bit um, but he talks about the idea uh, and, and lines it up with Shmiras Habris and so forth and that the, since Yusayid is the uh, we said Chesek Vur Tferes Netzachod Yusod so Yusod is like the Kailal everything that comes before it and then delivers it to Malchus which is Lais the Garmei Klom and that's where Yushiva Yichud between Ish Le Ish between Zeranpin and Nok where the the Yisod and the uh, flows into the Malchus and they line up. However, we talked about in the context of Shmir Sabris, this is awesome. So he says, however, I'm going to read a little bit of the note, uh, that in addition to uh, connoting the ultimate goodness of so a person who's able to relate to their Yisod, their Pintaliyid, their Chelik Olakamimal, their Nakuda Taiva, the Yaakov within us, the tzaddik. However, there is a certain danger because when you line up the male and the female, the giver and the taker, and there's a yichud, and then it produces produces toldus and results. However, when it does not line up to malchus, there's a relationship with no valid goal. So then you could take the yisoid, which is the pinnacle of meaningless uh, of meaning and something that could be productive, and when it doesn't have a kli kibble, it becomes the the absolute pinnacle of meaninglessness and wasteful. And this is Pagam Habris. That's the physical expression of it in a physical sense. And also in a, he talks about in the context of words that have no meaning. And he actually relates that uh, in Ikvis of the Mashiach, that every period represents one of the Shishi Meberashis. And we're going to include very, very close to Mashiach, which is going to be Malchus. So at that point, when everything lines up to Malchus, that's going to be very good. But he goes into the idea that nowadays in this particular Takufa, we see such a focus on, on, on social media, that, that, that words have become meaningless, and uh, uh, sexuality has become just uh, totally physical and outward, and has become what it is, and he talks about the battle uh, the battle of our generation, just taking out all meaning and all tachlis from some of the things that at the height of what could be productive and, and produce, and we've basically divorced all of that from meaning. 
And he, he talks about this in this context of the sixth sphera flowing into the seventh, which is a concept that we've been discussing, so that Yisod going into Malchus can represent the ultimate in Ashra but it could also represent Rahman al-Tzlan, the ultimate in Pagama Pris, Habris, which is uh, the Avoda to a large degree, I guess, uh, not for me to discuss it, but of our generation, but certainly where we see uh, things taking such a, a left turn. But uh, our Avoda is, again, to bring the Ruach in and to dance and clap, and this was shortly before Purim, Mordechai and Esther, so it gives us a lot what to think about. Um, I was going to, except it took way longer than I can, to read through the Likute Tefillah. The Likute Tefillahs are often worth, if you ever have time, to go through, because it turns these tires, it relates them into Tefillah, so you can really see the practical uh, the practical takeaway uh, very worth uh, very worth taking a look at. They're also in English in the 50th gate. You can get them anywhere or on Amazon. Maybe we'll see if we can start uh, doing it a little bit, uh, or maybe if I have time, I'll do it after I do the Likute uh, I do the Kitsur Likute Maran. I'll read through uh, at least some of the highlights. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Next week, Be'ezras Hashem.